9.32 here on SENZ and it's time for you to uh, give us a call 0800 150 811 0800 150 I've had uh, 48 hours uh, almost to digest what you saw uh, from Twickenham just over that actually um, are you worried? Are you uh, concerned by that? Do you think it was just a bad, bad day at the office as such? And um, you think uh, we're much more of the side that we've shown in the first five internationals of the season uh, when we dominated? So it'll be interesting to hear your points of view on a number of issues there. Uh, discipline's massive, isn't it? Discipline's going to be huge in this World Cup. If you give the referees an opportunity, they will come looking for you on anything at all. Discipline, huge, and we didn't have uh, too much of that at the weekend. Cliff, good morning to you. Yeah, good morning, Smitty. Yeah, we were very, we weren't smart at all. I don't know what uh, these guys' their headspace was when they ran out there, did the haka. Did they do the haka at the end? I didn't see the actual start. Yep, they did. Absolutely, they, they did. did. Yeah, they well, did the, they did the, the full version. Yep. I'm sure the South Africans were steaming watching it because uh, our boys certainly didn't come out and steam. Um, you know, like saying, "Oh, we 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 lost a player," and that that's some sort of excuse. I watched uh, the uh, Roundup Rugby show last night, and I thought that was very disappointing. Uh, they talked to Steve Hansen while he was watching, while there was fellas walking behind him going to have a swim, and they had a guy there who wasn't even a rugby man. That uh, fella does stuff on TV3. It was all very lightweight. I, I know probably uh, uh, the the all-black fullback, old, um, oh, what's his name? Sorry, I'm just the, the, the Highlander. Jeff Wilson. Who, Jeff Wilson. I'm sure he was probably bursting at the seams, you know, in 96 when we won that series over there, that was, you know, the South Africa, they were our enemy. And we played that game last night like, like a bunch of women, sorry, I can't say, a bunch of a bunch of nobodies. You know, it was, it was terrible. You know, it was weak. There was no real effort put in at all. And if that's a warm-up for a next fortnight for the Rugby World Cup, that's a pretty, pretty lacking lot. Yeah, it was just hard. It was it's hard, and, and to, to to lose in a record margin, uh, there's got to be questions. You know, it's easy for him to say, "Oh, well, you know, the boys didn't get out there and it didn't hit the ground or whatever." But you know, for what's come before, it's a pretty average sort of an effort, and. Um, it's good to see Hovland leading at the moment. Anyway, I'm hope he, he'll go right through. He's solid. Look, he's playing faultless golf. There's no doubt about it. I mean, he's just striping it uh, off the tee, as they say. Everything is just uh, going down the fairway. Uh, his putting is very good. His leg putting's very good, and and he's. I mean, he's. Of course, it is. It's absolutely major meltdown if he wasn't to go on and win from here, Cliff. Right. Uh, let's go to our next caller, Logan, who is. Dino, good morning, Dino. What'd you make of that? Come on, I want your honest opinion. Well, it hasn't changed since this. It hasn't changed since Foster got the job. Like, I, I honestly, I think South Africa could have done that in Cape Town if they wanted to, but they want to win the World Cup. So why expose the All Blacks for? Like, what, what annoyed me, Smitty, was under pressure. We just dropped, turned the ball over too much. Like, I don't like hearing all these. It's hard for ex All Blacks, all in the media, to what I believe is speak the truth. 
Like, we just got beaten up. Like, I didn't think it was that bad a game to watch, to be honest. If I, I, I'm putting an all-blade jersey and a green jersey and thinking, well, if I'm a South African, I'm loving this. Because rugby's not leaked. You don't get given the ball. Like, I was always concerned about how are we going to get the ball and are we going to be able to hold on to it under the ferociousness of that fullback. And when I seen Khaleesi singing the national anthem, mm. I thought, here we go. This is on now. Mm. They're ready. And they were ready in Cape Town, mm. but they thought, well, if we smash the All Blacks, a lot of favours are going to happen to the All Black team, but it's not going to help them one iota. And you can't deny that now. Like, they could have that. And um, yesterday on the radio, Steve Devine said the full pack was the same in Mount Smart. It was totally different. Totally different. There was two major, three major differences. Staff Toy, Malcolm Marks, and Khaleesi. They are huge, fantastic rugby players. And we just got beaten up. Like, it's a, I don't know what we do. Like, we can't, we can't get a turnover, Smithy. I've been harping on about this for a long time. Like, I don't know what a number seven is supposed to do now. I mean, tackling's important. We don't get any turnovers. And the back line with all no. those players signing jerseys they never wear in any other grade of rugby they play, I don't get it. I'm just looking forward to November when it can be sorted out. And we're a chance in this World Cup, don't get me wrong. I think I watched Scott up watch France this morning, I thought Australia yeah, just not quite clinical enough. Like they had the opportunity. You've got to kick your goals. It's that simple. At that level, you've got to kick your goals. France didn't make any mistakes, played pretty clinical rugby, and looked okay. But we can we can get stuck into them. My God, we got it. We don't want to have South Africa in a quarterfinal. We're coming home. They'll just do exactly the same thing, and we can't get the ball. It's not league. You don't get handed it. You've got to, you've got to earn it. Totally right, Dean. Thank you very much uh, for your call. Um, do uh, take that all on board as well. And uh, Yep, uh, absolutely right. Uh, we didn't really. We, we made a lot of errors. We made a lot of errors. The backup guys that came on, uh, the two young blokes, Lord and Tupu Vai, errors. Goodness me, uh, Frank. Good morning to you. Hello, Smithy. I've been laughing all weekend about that Warriors game because when I rang you yep. the other day, I said, "Oh, that other side, they've got a good side. They've got a fellow called Sam Hunt playing for them." I thought about on the weekend, <laughs> Sam Hunt wasn't his name. Sam Hunt was the poet, remember? When it was a game, not was. a game, but it could be a game. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> he used right. He travel the country with Gary McCormick. And is he still alive? That's I don't Sam know Hunt. if he's still alive. He, he had a dog called the Minstrel, remember? The Minstrel, he wrote a lot of poems yeah, about his yeah. dog, the Minstrel. Yeah. <laughs> well, when is, when is a game, Seven. not a game, when you're watching the game and you see and shame the game. And the first well, thing you do is you dump the captain. You dump the captain for a starter. He knocked two line-out balls on 15 feet, knocked them on. He does nothing to write home about. And the other fellow is Whitelock, Sam Whitelock. He's over the hill, mate. He's not winning any line-out ball. He was on for a while. Um, that's just my opinion of the game. The coach, the captain, Whitelock, and uh, why aren't they playing Artie Saville on the open side flank? He's on the blind well, side, isn't he? I can't play him yeah. there, Frank. I can't play him there, Frank, because the captain plays there. So um, it, you know, it's yeah, well, as simple as, as that. Go. Uh, that captain, yeah. I've, I've never heard anyone saying it, but he does nothing to write home about. So when is a bird, not a bird? And I will sign off an announcement. 
Bye-bye. Good on you, Freak. And I can tell you right here and now, Sam Hunt is 77 years of age and still with us. So there you go. Uh, thanks, for your, thanks for your call. Brent Brent from Christchurch. Good morning to you, Brent. Good yeah, morning. How are you? Um, before the game, I was talking to mates who are all rugby players, and I said, how do you think the All Blacks will go in this tournament of this World Cup? And they said, well, their concern, and along with mine, Smitty, is our forwards just aren't big enough. And um, that proved on the game on the weekend. They missed Frizzell, and uh, I think moving forward, uh, hopefully they can get in right for the tournament. And um, they'll miss him, and the, that's what they missed on the weekend, I think, his mongrel. What do you think? Oh, look, I... Yeah, I think that's a fair point. We need all the physicality we can get, and he's got that in bucket loads. Uh, and you're right. I mean, the commentator said, uh, what did he say? Uh, and here's this beast of a young man, uh, Tamaiti Williams, coming on. Tamaiti Williams ran, ran onto the field, and by New Zealand standards, he is a big man. But he didn't look big against the South Africans. I've got to say, he did, did not. His frame did not look that imposing um, against when you compare it to the South Africans. The other thing that was interesting of, to me, Brent, and I, I don't know if this is going to be a forerunner of things to come, but you have a 7-1 split in the bench, which means you can theoretically just absolutely run on a brand new pack uh, you know, at the 30-minute mark, and that's, that was a plan. That was a plan because uh, whilst we were running on um, you know, bits and pieces players, they were running on giants. Absolutely, in a pack as well. Well, that makes you wonder what the French are going to do. It does. I mean, yeah. Uh, Look, I've got no idea uh, what the French tactics will be, but you've got to be thinking. um, That is a blueprint which a lot of coaches might have taken a serious look at, particularly when playing against the All Blacks. Just load your forwards up. Trust your backs to stay fit and do their job when they get the opportunity, but load your forwards out and just keep on coming. Keep keep on coming. John from Auckland, good morning to you. Yeah, um, Smithy, 117 minutes was the total um, time the game took. Did you know that? Mm. Yep, I, I, well, I, I know it's a, yeah. exactly an hour, the first half, which is just ridiculous. Oh, it was just... And, and you know how we play, we play with tempo. It was just shocking the way the interference from the officials upstairs. It was like every 10 minutes, mate. The official mm. was saying, um, hello, hello, hello. You know, I get it. There's foul play there and there. But, you know, we as spectators, we want to see a game that flows. Another glaring omission for me is that um, if Barrett is out this week and we've only got, what, two per there, we've got no other locks because... Um, our other one is, is injured. And if you look in the World Cup squad, they've picked more backs than they should have. So, you know, and they can't play Lord because he's not actually in the World Cup squad. So it seems to me, who are they going to play on the bench? If Frizzell's not there, if um, Barron's not there, then who knows? We might have to play another prop. You know, Tamaiti Williams is tall enough to be a lock. <laughs> so it's going to be a hard one. Well, he is. It's, he's a he's a big guy. There's no doubt about it. But you know, he's he's only just a, an average guy if you compare him to mm. the Springboks. I'm sorry, John. Yeah. I mean, he is by our standards, he's a big man. What 130 kilos and axe handles across his shoulder, etc. But compare him to the South Africans, he's not out of the ordinary. He is not out of the ordinary. Thanks for your call, mate. It's 9.44. Stay with us, folks. We'll come back with more calls very shortly. Let's get straight back to the calls. And uh, Matt from Auckland. Good morning, Matt. Hey, Smithy, how you doing, mate? 
Yeah, cool. Really cool, mate. Great weekend hey, of sport. <laughs> really? <laughs> hey, I'm just on mm-hmm. Liam Lawson. Um, yep. That is an absolute baptism by fire for that boy. He comes in, 24 hours notice, gets one practice session. He's in the, the basically the worst set of cars in the field. He's in the Alpha Tories, which are just tractors. I mean, I think Red Bull's leading the Constructors' Championship with 590 points. Alpha Tories got three. And he pedals the thing in those conditions where it was wet, it was dry, three stops to different tyres, intermediates, back onto slicks, and he starts hounding the big dogs, like in behind the Ferraris and overtaking the Ferraris. That kid is an absolute freak, mate. Like, that's almost the equivalent to what SVG did, although he won in NASCAR. For him mm-hmm. to take that car from the back of the field and through the field and get a 10-second 10, 10 penalty to finish 13th, mate, is an absolute revelation. I think the big so, will be looking at him going forward. I was, I was just going to say that, Matt. So what opportunities now will it present for him? Uh, very, very creditable, as you say, in difficult conditions. So what what opportunities do you think might come from that? It's a fickle business, that F1A. And as soon as you get a name like he's got, everyone's talking about him. And when you look at the Ferrari guys, how they've dropped away this year and they're stacking their cars at every at every different track, I mean... Is it out of the ordinary that Ferrari could offer big money to Red Bull to take him? I mean, it's probably not really. Um, would be a great, and, um, would be a great story, great story because it would, would just complete oh, our mate, motor. It would complete the motor racing scene for us, wouldn't it? Really, to have a driver on F one. Yeah, and I think as they usually say, seventy to eighty percent of the drivers in F one get their seats because of the amount of sponsorship they bring. I mean, Liam comes from New Zealand; he doesn't have a massive backing, not like some of those big rich boys over there, but. He will be one of the guys that gets a big seat on his talent and talent alone. Hey, can I just mention um, the incident with Lomax? Yes. Um, mate, that's like, that cut is about 10 centimetres away from his femoral artery. It went into his muscle. If that happened on the field, mate, he's dead in about 30 or 40 seconds. I noticed Fozzie at his press conference said they wanted to get hold of the boots and have an investigation as to how it's happened. I mean, has there been anything else come out from the All Blacks about that? About did they get hold haven't of those in, to find out? Haven't heard anything, no, at this stage. But um, they'll uh, clearly uh, they they will be uh, looking at that because, as you say, that could have been really a lot worse. Uh, you know, and he was. Uh, you can see he's very, very worried about it. Matt, uh, we'll, we'll continue to look into that and hopefully uh, spring something for you. Michael from uh, Tutakaka. Good morning, Michael. Smithy, how are you? Yep, good man. Good. Hey, I wonder whether these guys just didn't turn up because it was a festival game in London and we're all out to have a good time. And had they been to the Wallabies press conference where Hanson said, oh, well, it doesn't really matter whether the All Blacks win or lose this game. I mean, that, that it was just, it was unbelievable. Um, I don't know what it is with the All Blacks and, and their discipline. Um, I Barrett's got form for this. There was no need to do what he did. But I also, and I don't know, it was an all-black number 17. I, I don't remember his name. But when the box scored a try, he came charging in over the top of the of the pylon that was for the try well after the, the whistle had gone and the try had been scored. I mean, he was probably lucky he didn't get sighted as well. Yeah, that was Tamaiti. Um, exactly, that was Tamaiti yeah. Williams. I saw that. I absolutely saw that as well. It's just brain-dead stuff, and, and it's no point us complaining about the refs. They are what they are, and it's not going to get changed right. So we may as well get used to it, and, and whether they destroy rugby or not is an irrelevance. This is what it's going to be like.
Okay, uh, Michael, I appreciate your call. Thank you so much for your time and uh, to everyone that called in this morning. Michael, very good point there, actually. I spotted that as well.